Hello everyone. Today's topic comes from an audience member who was asking about how his retired pay works in his particular circumstance. Now, I got actually thrown for a loop on this one. So that intrigued me a little because Yes, I got a little bit of an ego uh, in this particular circumstance. Uh, I thought I knew uh, quite a bit and turned out that in this particular case, I needed to do some research. So here's the uh, particulars for this guy. Uh, he is a permanent disability medical retirement and has been since 2002. He turns 60 next year and is eligible for concurrent retired and disability pay, meaning that next year he will be eligible to get a portion of his military retirement and VA compensation at the same time. Now his his question was this. When he was medically retired, he was told, well actually not at not right away, it was a few years later, but he was told that when he turned 60, he would have his military retirement recomputed based upon the military pay scale that was in effect at the time. You know, in other words, when he turned 60. Now, let me back up and explain. So since 2002, he has been receiving the cost of living allowances you know, every year since then, but those COLAs are less than the cost of living allowances that apply to the military pay scale every year. So when you compare the increases of retired pay versus the increases of military pay over time, and what his retired pay could have been up to now, there is a couple of hundred dollars difference up to now. I believe when I worked it out, it was about uh, two or three hundred dollars difference by now. So, you know, if a recompute if a recomputation were to occur it would have a difference in what his take-home would be. So it's no laughing matter. It's no small thing if a recomputation were to occur. And uh, so this is a, an important question for him. So... I wanted to know this answer. This was not something I had heard of before. And so I went first to basically the law of retired pay 
the Department of Defense financial management regulation, and I started you know, doing some keyword searches, and I found nothing at all. And so I was even more confused. And so I told this uh, individual, this gentleman, that I would contact Defense Finance and Accounting Service uh, the coming business day and ask them what exactly the truth was. This whole conversation was via email, you know, not via phone. So uh, it, it was taking a few minutes back and forth for us to communicate. But I told him I would contact DFAS and tell him what exactly the truth was because I wanted to know what the truth was. And I even told him that once I found out, I wanted to tell everybody else because this would be an important matter one way or the other. Whether it turned out that a recomputation happened or not, it did matter because this applied to not just him, but to thousands of others as well. So that's exactly what I did. Uh, the coming business day, I got on the phone and uh, and sat there waiting and waited and waited, got disconnected, called again, waited. I actually got people on the phone and asked the question, got transferred several times, got disconnected several times after being transferred, got people intrigued by my question, you know, people who hadn't heard that before. Finally, around four o'clock in the afternoon, I got one person who did give me an answer and told me where to look, not a specific answer of where to look, but a, a, a vague answer of where to look on the DFAS website. So I went looking there, and that didn't really turn up anything. So I got a little flustered, but decided to go look again. By now it's around five o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, decided to go look again in the financial ma management regulation. Like I said, this is the law of the land. This is what governs the uh, the financial uh, the the DFAS, the Defense Finance and Accounting Service. Everything they do is based on the financial management regulation. So. If they do something, it's based on what's in here. And the last person with whom I spoke said that, yes, there is a recomputation. Notice I said, yes, there is a recomputation for P2 
people who are on the permanent disabled retired list and eligible for concurrent retired and disability pay who reach age 60. So that gave me an incentive to keep digging. So that's exactly what I did. Again, I'm doing keyword searches in the FMR, the Financial Management Regulation, but they're more, uh, let's see, they're more fine-tuned. They're more calculated searches instead of just um, looking for 60 or um, age, I looked for recalculation or recompute. And eventually I found what I wanted, which was a rules table for recomputations. And so I extracted a portion of that recomputation rules table after reading through the table and making sure that it actually applied to the situation I wanted and sent it to the retiree with whom I had been communicating. It turned out this actually did apply. And I'm going to read a portion of that table to you now so that you can see exactly what I mean. So here is the situation that uh, applied with him. So this is table 7-1 out of the financial management regulation dated December 2019. Computation of retired pay following active slash reserve duty after retirement or eligibility for retired pay. All right, rule number five. A member previously retired for disability, comma, reverts to retired status without incurring any additional, any additional or aggravating disability that would qualify for disability retirement. All right, that's under column A, if, if a member previously retired, you know, blah, blah, blah. All right. Then column C, he takes either the highest monthly pay he received on active duty or the retired pay base as appropriate under rule three or four or under yeah under rule three or four which above you know, I could read those which is basically is he a a final pay or a high three uh, pay retiree, which I won't go into the specifics of those. All right. 
and then it goes into uh, how to calculate uh, pay based on those. And it also under the if column says see note number six. Note number six says alternatively members eligible under rules three, four, or five may elect to substitute the retired pay to which entitled when originally retired, increased by any applicable adjustments in the COLA, which we won't go into all of that. But the short version is, you know, if you were previously retired for disability and you revert to re retired status for service, you know, such as for by age, and you don't have any additional aggravating disabilities that would you know increase your uh, medical retirement then you take your highest monthly pay based on either the final pay or the high three uh, retirement rules you know, already set in law so that was the answer to his question. And I'll put these extracted pages in the show notes on my website for others to review. So if you're listening to this episode on radio or podcast or any of the mediums out there, not just not just on uh, YouTube or, or whatever, then it's available out there to you. But uh, this is very important information for anyone out there who has been medically retired and is also eligible for concurrent retired and disability pay. Know that when you reach age 60, your medical, or rather your disability, your service-related portion of retired pay will be recalculated based on your highest or based on the um, based on the military pay table in effect at the time you turn 60. So that is an excellent bit of news. That means your um, your military pay will go up. So, great news, everybody. All right, so I just wanted to uh, record this episode so that everybody would be aware of this wonderful bit of news and uh, be able to put it out there for you. So, that is the gist of what I had for you and uh, really all there is. So I'm going to uh, call it quits for uh, this episode and uh, just give you my normal uh, end of episode comments. Uh, I do appreciate everyone who has spent time with me for this episode. And I do ask that anyone who is willing to do so would go over to patreon.com slash rcretirement and support my efforts 
at whatever amount you choose per month. Also, you know, if you would like, you can go over to Amazon and when you buy uh, your Amazon products, you can also support me in that manner. You don't have to use the affiliate links on the uh, episode. You can also just click on the link on the right side of the website and shop that way. Lastly, if you need any assistance with any personal issues, you can just go to the Fees for Service tab and get a preview of what it would cost for me to assist you personally with any problems you may have yourself. And then you can contact me at dj at rcretirement.com and we can work out an agreement for personal assistance. All right, so that is all I have for this episode. I look forward to talking with you one more time in upcoming episodes. And as always, I thank you for spending your time with me and thank you for your service. Have a great day. Bye-bye.